Welcome to Banking Transform, the top podcast in retail banking. I'm your host, Jim Roos. I am thrilled to have Rochelle Gorey, founder and CEO of the fintech startup Springfor, and Anuj Vara, head of North American Collections at BMO Financial Group, joining me. We're going to be exploring BMO's partnership with Springfor to move beyond transactions and debt collection by linking customers with financial resources that can make them more financially well and more comfortable in their financial transactions. This innovative collaboration aims to show empathy, build loyalty, and strengthen financial health, making banking truly work better for consumers through mission-aligned innovations. This discussion will make it clear that combining capabilities for economies of technology and empathy can construct a brighter future for consumers and financial institutions alike. Springfor's mission is to connect financially struggling consumers with programs and services that can help them save money, pay down debt, and improve their overall financial health. The technology leverages data analytics to match individuals facing financial hardship with tailored, relevant assistance across areas like food, healthcare, housing, transportation, and more based on their specific needs and eligibility requirements. So Rochelle, we we met, oh my gosh, it's in the in the coming out of COVID time at an event in Wrigley Field. So you know, we had a great discussion that night. It was very interesting because it coming out of nowhere and we just got into the discussion. It was really intriguing what you were doing. And it wasn't early in your journey, but you've done so much recently. So what mo- was motivated you to start Spring 4 and what problem does it look to solve in financial services? Jim, it's great to be reconnected with you today. Thanks for your interest in our work at Spring 4. So I've spent my career working in the financial services industry from the nonprofit side and built a lot of partnerships between banks and community organizations around homeownership, foreclosure intervention, and in the early 2000s, had the idea for Spring 4 because we were seeing so many families losing their homes to foreclosure and they didn't know where to turn for help. And yet I knew there were lots of nonprofit and government programs available to assist people to address the underlying or root causes behind a person's delinquency. So we had this idea to build Spring 4 and to be able to create the technology to connect people to vetted, curated resources that could help them get back on track with their payments. So that's what we've do, been doing ever since. And we're really proud of our track record and the reputation we've built within the industry. So, you know, it's interesting, Rochelle. There are so many challenges in the marketplace today. And a lot of that started with COVID, but a lot of people were in, were in challenging times before then. And now more than ever, it's really hard to get your head above water if you're challenged. So how exactly does Spring 4 work and how do you partner with financial institutions to make it so that people can get out from the burden that they're feeling today? Yes, Jim, you're absolutely right. I think the latest stat is 63% of Americans are having trouble paying their bills. So what we're doing is we're understanding and looking at what are those reasons people get behind on their payments. And we have a wide database of over 22, now 23,000 vetted and curated resources available only through nonprofit 
and government resources, and we make referrals in 30 different what we call spending categories. So anything from food savings to help reducing your prescription drug costs to our brand new category, transportation savings. We have financial uh, counseling and down payment assistance, employment and job training resources. So if you think about a person who's struggling, we have resources that help reduce their household expenses in probably every single category that somebody is spending in. And that's why we're able to make a tangible difference in a person's financial life, because we're looking at and understanding what causes them to get behind and then providing them with connections to resources that reduce costs in those areas. And we do that through our product suite. So we have a call center tool that arms call center agents and customer service representatives with these resources, allowing them to be empathetic and be able to provide assistance to that person in their moment of need. And then we have customer self-service digital offerings that allow a bank's customer to find and locate those resources on their own. Boy, it's interesting. And there's, you know, why did BMO want to partner with a startup like Springfor focused on financial wellness rather than just a traditional collections capability? Uh, that's a great question, Jim, and thanks for inviting me for this uh, for the session. So first of all, just a little bit of a background on Springfor and our partnership with Springfor. So, um, you know, Springfor is an early alumni of our BMO's Women in FinTech program. It's one of North America's largest non-for-profit FinTech programs for women-led and women-founded startups. And our partnership with uh, Rochelle and Springfor started you know, over five years ago. And, and the, the brainchild behind this partnership, if, if I take a step back and kind of analyze the situation. So you know, when we're in collections, we're dealing with any sort of a socioeconomic issue that a human's going through. You, know, you think about people are out of a job, people are dealing with sickness, people are dealing with so many different socioeconomic issues. And you'll be surprised when we're talking to our clients, they're extremely open and upfront about, you know, what kind of issues they're dealing with. And in, in BMO, one of the things we had realized, Jim, was that we had a lot of solutions to help people with their debts um, as far as the solution was concerned for the specific debt in BMO. Where we couldn't help the clients was solutions outside of what happened in BMO. Right. And that's where the partnership with Springfor was just paramount. Right. So if you envision, you know, we're talking to clients and when we offer them a solution on how they can look after their debt with BMO and we, you know, we're not just in the job of collecting money. So I just want to be very, very clear about that. That's not our goal. Our goal is to build real financial progress for our clients. And as we were analyzing these situations, we came across so many different clients who needed help outside the BMO, right? So Rochelle alluded to, um, you know, people needed food uh, from a food bank, right? People needed jobs. People needed help with managing their electricity bills. People needed help with looking after the elders that they were staying at home, looking after them. And, you know, while they were doing that, they didn't have time to go and look for a job themselves. And what the Spring for Solution did was, it really brought a whole set of solutions to the forefront that we could actually offer to our clients outside of just the solutions that we had internally in BMO. So it became an overarching solution of financial help uh, across the board. You know, one of the stats that I look at often is what kind of referrals are we making? And not so sure if this is surprising or not, but to give you an idea, one of the number one areas where um, you know, our clients take up a referral option is around helping them with food banks. So you can appreciate we're 
talking to clients and not only are we helping them make financial progress by helping them with their debts internally in BMO, we're actually helping them find referrals to food banks. We're actually helping them find jobs. Um, so, so this kind of partnership is, you know, when we started the relationship with, with Rochelle and Spring4, it was really, really new. And I'll tell you, it's just been the most phenomenal thing. I think it's a great win-win solution for our clients as well as our organization. You know, you know, it's, it's interesting. interesting. We think of all the traditional ways that organizations can help collect money. And there's a bottom line impact on that. But, you know, this goes so much further than that. Plus, where Rochelle and Springfor have actually vetted these solutions that would take BMO or any financial institution forever to find both the local and national resources that are available. So, you know, Anish, what impact, what kind of metrics can you see that has been the impact on BMO's customers and on your business overall? Because at the end of the day, you know, what we found in a lot of solutions is that it's not about charity. It's not about spending more and getting less. It's really a bigger issue than that. And, you know, before we started the podcast, Rochelle and I talked about the, I'm never too sure if it's doing well by doing good or doing good by doing well. But it, what kind of metrics are you seeing on the result for your customers that you connect with Spring for? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And Jim, obviously, um, just like anything that we would look at, you know, there's always got to be metrics that you look at from a financial benefit for our clients. You look at financial benefits um, for the organization. Um, and one of the, the most important thing that we look at is the clients that we're able to actually help uh, leveraging these spring for solutions. What happens to the loss, right? So we see fewer accounts becoming more and more delinquent. We see, you know, we, we've uh, actually done, uh, you know, tests to say if there's a population that we actually refer them through the spring for resources and we do not refer them to a spring for resource, what is the financial benefit for the client and for the organization? And I'll tell you that the benefits are in millions of dollars in terms of those clients who actually take the help that we offer them through the Beamer solutions as well as through the Syncroft solutions. And they, they're actually fewer foreclosures. There are fewer bankruptcies. There are fewer insolvencies. There are fewer accounts who are getting uh, to later stages of delinquency, because not only are they able to manage their affairs with BMO, but with the help that we're offering them, they're actually able to, like I say, genuinely make real financial progress in their lives. So, Rochelle, from the standpoint of you connecting with financial institutions, when you actually make your presentation and talk about what Spring 4 can bring to a financial institution, what kind of commitment does the financial institution need to make with Spring for, and what kind of cost is involved for the financial institution in building this partnership? So we're really, when we talk with financial institutions, what we're pitching is we want to work with you to change the way you are approaching delinquent clients. We're changing the collection strategies that you're employing today. We're going to bring empathy and that human connection to the way that you work with your customers. And frankly, we believe it's the right direction. It's great for business. It's always good business to be able to help your customers in good times and bad. And what we find is for the most part, people do trust their bank. So if your customer gets in a bit of trouble, why not have strategies available for your customers to provide that assistance and that, you know, olive branch, if you will, to a customer that's having a hard time. What we see happening is when a bank does that, and Anoush spoke so eloquently about the 
um, impact of that. Customers, uh, w- they trust you. They will um, get back on track and they will pay you back first. So um, what we're doing, it's not just a, it's a nice thing to have. It feels good. It's, it is resulting in bottom line business impact, ROI. And what bank is not looking to do that? So I think my message today is, you know, financial health, it's here to stay. It's in everyone's best interest to have solutions that promote financial health and wellness for your clients, for your customers, for your employees. Um, And so we're a mainstay and we're very, very excited and bullish about the coming a year and increased interest by the financial services industry to employ programs like Spring 4. So, Rochelle, you're knocking on the door of Bank XYZ, and they decide not to go forward with you. What is the usual reason why an organization would say, "Eh, not now, for a solution like yours? Well, Jim, I'll tell you, it doesn't happen very often when people see Spring 4, (laughs) they see our products in action, they see the companies that we're already working with, and they meet our team they love us and they want to work with us. But there are a few rare occasions where we don't get a yes right away. And I will say it comes down to priorities. And so my message to you know the banking world is this needs to be a priority. This is absolutely going to come back um, to you and to your bottom line and to your clients in so many positives that you've got to move Spring 4 up to the top of your priority list. So news from your perspective, when you decided to go forward with Spring 4, how long did it take to put this partnership together to make it actually street worthy to actually have it be something that you're you're recommending out to the marketplace yeah no it was it was actually a really really smooth process you know one of the things that i would say about working with spring for is that they make it really easy and convenient right so their technology is so easily adaptable uh in in terms of integrating with your systems and your processes that it's it's not I want to say it's not a big deal at all, right? So, so that's, I think, point number one. The second thing was um, helping our team members understand the value proposition uh, of why we would do Spring 4. And surprisingly, not surprisingly, Jim, it, it was not even a, a sell for them, right? Like, it, it was so intuitive. And I will tell you that our team members were so ecstatic when we offered this solution because they deal with, deal with real people and real problems and real issues day in and day out. And when we when we spoke to them about what we were trying to do through the Spring for Partnership, it was just an immediate sell for them. You know, over ninety percent of our agents say that every time they offer a Spring for solution, the feedback that they get from our clients is just phenomenal. Yeah. And, and as you can appreciate, it's not an easy job, and you're trying to help clients, and you're dealing with so many different socioeconomic situations. And there's nothing. There's nothing more important than feeling satisfied after a call saying, not only was I able to help them with a solution on the BMO debt, I was able to actually offer them solution that makes real financial progress. To give you some real high level stats, in five years, Jim, we've made over 800,000 referrals through Spring 4. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> um, That's so a lot. <laughs> yeah. so, so you can appreciate, it's not like a one-off thing that's that we do it if we feel like, right? Like it is genuinely built into our culture to actually help our our clients. And like I said, it is so intuitive um, that it is such a brilliant thing and it's so easily integratable. And and Rochelle and team do a brilliant job even, you know, coming and talking to our teams and training them on on the solution itself. So the end-to-end partnership and, and 
the ease of integrating the technology is is so amazing um and you know big kudos to to springfo for setting up a tool which is so convenient and easy to use thank you yeah you're you know since you know you were talking about um the agents and the agents in a traditional setting would simply be trying to go okay how can we get you to make these payments you know we'll we'll cut the payment down we'll not do the payment and it's it's a conversation the consumer would be probably expecting to hear, but also be one they, they really dread. So they don't even want to pick up the phone, especially if they know what your number is once you call. On the other hand, what a surprise and delight moment it is if, an, if a customer is having a challenge and the first thing that comes out of the collection agent's mouth is not about the payment they have to make, but asking questions about, okay, are you having trouble putting food on the table? What's really impacting your ability to make this payment? And all of a sudden, this, this agent, this person becomes a friend of the person who's having challenges. And, you know, I would think just by logic – you become the first organization they try to pay because you're probably one of the first that have actually tried to help them yeah. as opposed to help themselves. And that's just the way banking is. It's, you know, we're looking to get to the end result, but there's different ways to get there. So, Anish, I also was thinking when you were talking that every employee of BMO runs into some type of financial challenge sometime in their life. How do you get the word out about what Springfor has available where they may be able to access before they run into problems as opposed to simply in a response to challenges? No, that's a, that's a great question, Jim. So one of the things that we do is we have a lot of educational material that we actually send out to our clients uh, even before we talk to them uh, about their uh, about the actual challenge they're having. So, you know, this could be through uh, educational emails. This could be through uh, text messages and everything else. And one of the things that we've done is we've actually embedded the links um, for clients to self-serve themselves by, you know, putting the links for Springfor in our letters. So it's not even that they actually have to talk to us to figure out the solution. In addition to that, you know, Springfor and the links to the Springfor resources are right on the forefront of our main pages in BMO. So it's really easy for our internal agents as well as our external clients to actually browse through and find the solution. And to your point, you know, it's not just about being reactive and it's about being proactive. You know, one of the stories that, um, you know, just out of turn, but I, I just wanted to, I think there's a good time to kind of talk about this one, is the successes we see, Jim, is one, you get instant feedback when you're trying to help people and make financial progress. You know, one of the most rewarding things is when you've helped somebody and then those clients proactively call you back and say, you know, let me tell you what you did in my life. And, and I'll just quickly oh, tell wow. you this one story. Um, it still brings goosebumps to on my arms when I talk about the story. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking to a client who was dealing with a hard time paying their auto loan. And in this situation, you know, after we understood the capacity and the willingness and everything else, you know, clearly an individual who was willing to, to solve the problems, but didn't know how. And one of the things that we did was leveraging the spring for solution. We actually uh, guided them towards a job bank and, you know, clearly, you know, in a, I want to say in a very quick uh, few weeks, that client proactively called us back and said, Hey, I'm just calling you back, not to let you know that I've made the payment. That's an obvious, but I want to let you know that, you know, the referral that you did with me for Springfor actually helped me land a job. And I wanted to thank you for doing that because nobody else actually did that for me. 
Yeah. And, you know, you talk about real financial progress. I don't know what a better definition of real financial progress is. Um, and then to the point that, you know, when you actually go above and beyond to provide such services to our clients, they become your clients for a lifetime. Oh, yeah. I, right? No doubt. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they are the ones who think about, you know, if I have a choice of, you know, having my future business, you know, once this individual is back in the feet and if they wanted to get a mortgage or they wanted to um, invest in something, the, the first thing that's going through their, back, their mind is, what was that organization who was standing behind me when I was low in my life financially and who stood up for me and who helped me, right? We will always be top of the mind recall and, you know, no marketing, no dollars can actually buy that kind of loyalty, right? Yeah. And to me, this is, this is why this partnership and the, the tool and the solution is so powerful that you see these real, and I'm just giving you one story here as an example. Like, you know, when I hear these stories from our agents, it, it was just heartwarming and it, it's just such a good feeling that you were able to do something for our clients uh, well outside of their day-to-day financials. Well, it's interesting because I can go back 40 years and I was working for a retail bank in Cleveland, Ohio. Actually, it's much more than 40 years, but we'll say 40 years. And we did the traditional rotation. I came out of university and did a rotation at the bank into different departments. That was what it was built like then. And the one we all dreaded the most was our t- our time in collections because it, it can be depressing. I mean, you're talking to people that are having challenges. You're, you know, your image is that you're the tough guy that's got to get money for the bank. You're being rated on how well you do, but you look at the solution that you're connecting with, with Spring for, and all of a sudden these agents are solving people's problems as opposed to simply collecting people's money. And that makes it so that it impacts your employees as well as your customers in a positive, heartwarming way. And that's your story was so good. So Rochelle, from the perspective of how your business model works is the is the you you have to be in business yourself you still have to make money in some way does the money come from the companies that you refer or does it come from the financial institution or is it a blend thanks for that question because it is a true differentiator of spring four so our clients are is the financial service industry so they pay to license our technology so bmo pays for the use of spring four So another important distinction with Spring 4 is that all of the organizations that appear in Spring 4, we independently curate and vet those organizations. So we receive no marketing or affiliate fees from any organization. We are a trusted third party of this vetted information. And then we... When we go into business with a bank, when they utilize our technology, they have unlimited referrals available to them. We want to make certain that we create every incentive possible for BMO to promote and share Spring 4 resources with as many customers as possible. So BMO was already a client of ours when the pandemic hit. You can imagine that their usage skyrocketed. They still paid the same amount. So we really want to you know, I said we want to create incentives or rather we don't want to create any disincentives so that a bank does right. not want to put Spring 4 in all of their marketing materials, et cetera. So yep. at the end of the day, we want to help as many people as possible. And this year we had our highest record number of referrals made through Spring 4, uh, five and a half million referrals made. Um, we're, yeah, yeah, wow. we're really uh, proud yeah. of that. 
And, you know, we're helping as a new shed, new shed, we're helping banks go above and beyond. But I do want to be clear that it's a super simple and easy process. Our clients deploy with us in under 30 days. We're deemed low risk by vendor and compliance teams. And we're a simple and straightforward tool. So it's very exciting. So wait, you're, you're saying that if I said I want to go forward with you, you're up and running in 30 days? Yep. So that's a rarity with a fintech bank partnership. And we're very proud go. of that. Yeah. And I don't know if you caught it, but Anuj said it was a very smooth process. And we hear that from yes, all I of our clients. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's yeah. not normally the case, but I will tell you, we have a long track record and we get it done very quickly, very smoothly. Um, we have a brand new product out that, um, you know, it's an all-in-one financial health solution that again, can be deployed in 30 days or less. So let's take a short break and recognize the sponsor of this podcast. Welcome back to Banking Transform. So I'm joined today by Rochelle Gorey, co-founder and CEO of Springfort, and Anuj Vara, head of North American Collections for BMO Financial. We've been exploring the challenges and opportunities of creating and deploying a very unique financial wellness solution that goes far beyond collections alone. So news, we were talking about a lot of different things before the break around how you've deployed it, how how fast you were able to get it on the streets, how it's really changed the the image of what a collections agent has to do and how they can they can do better than than just collecting money. You know, when you look at how you've done this, how has this shifted perspectives internally on how BMO balances business priorities? with doing good? Because it probably has impact beyond simply your your realm. No, one of the things that we truly believe in BMO is, you know, boldly growing the good. And, you know, as we were thinking about this partnership, you know, there was clearly the, the client in mind, but then there was also another really important point that I, I wanted to highlight. And that is our, our commitment, BMO's commitment to an all-inclusive society, which also supports our digital first strategy. So, so if you think about the partnership as well with a, you know, women in fintech program um, combined with a digital strategy, it also fast forwarded uh, quite a few things that we had as, a, as our agenda item, right? So from a priorities perspective. So, so clearly making, you know, when you want to do a checkbox exercise to say, you're getting a new tool, you're getting a new solution, and how will that actually fit your strategic priorities this one was a slam dunk, right? So we've got a partnership which is furthering our commitment to an inclusive society with with a women in fintech program. Yep. It is uh, definitely you know checking box the the point around our digital first strategy. It is helping our clients make real financial progress. It's um, helping our team members feel good about the work that they do in our organization and have a sense of loyalty in a passion to help clients. Uh, you know, when I look at all those boxes that, that this solution fits, Jim, it's just, it's just bang on. Like it's, it's a no brainer. Right. Yeah. And I would love to add that last year, BMO's CEO called out our partnership um, at the shareholders meeting. And we're working with BMO to demonstrate that our partnership helps meet ESG social impact and CRA goals. So there's a lot to it. You know, that, that's a great point. And, you know, it, it's always good when something that 
it could be, a, a, as Anuj mentioned, and not in a negative way, a checkbox. You know, okay, we work with a woman that has a fintech company. It's good that it's a local organization to uh, Chicago and all these elements. But the reality is it, it really helps the bottom line. It, yeah. It's not simply a, a do good so you can say you did good. Because I, I criticize a lot of financial institutions that do things simply for their shareholder meetings and their, their annual reports. That, that, that doesn't make much sense. When you can see the, 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 the trickle-down effect to employees, to employees that can use your services, to something that gets implemented almost to the point of saying, how could this be implemented so quickly? To something that really speaks to the ability to deploy digitally solutions, because it's very clear that Springforce solutions, as well as the way to integrate the financial institution with Springforce, are all digitally based. This would not, this would be very cumbersome in a non-digital world. So, you know, when you look at the five years you've been a partner, I think you said, with Springforce, what surprised you the most about putting this partnership into practice? I think a few. <laughs> so I'll start with, first of all, how easy it was. Um, because, you know, typically when you're thinking about integrating a solution, um, you know, what's going through your head is how long and cumbersome it's going to be and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, like I said earlier, you know, this was so easy that it was, it was just, you don't even realize that it was uh, something so successful with such little effort. So I think yeah. I, that was one. I think the second was just um, just how quickly it got built into our culture, right? Like as soon as we launched the solution, how quickly the referral started, um, you know, going going to Spring Four was was just uh, just absolutely phenomenal, you know. And then the other thing that happened was it was also just a part of it was also timing, right? Like we were just coming into the COVID uh, era, and you know, when we had our BMO Spring for Direct Tool launched, um, we saw a 500% uptake during pandemic, you know, because there were so many clients who were going through some financial difficulty for the first time in their lives. Yeah. And, um, you know, just, just seeing how adaptive our clients was to a solution, because it's one thing that, you know, say, hey, I can help you beyond your immediate debt, but realizing how, how desperate people are to get that help and how quickly they actually, they not just take a referral and then use that referral to help themselves uh, and, and how easy the tool was. Like all those things, once you add the good surprise factor, which is phenomenal. Like that, that's really what I would say is the, the surprising stuff. You know, since when you say that, because during COVID, um, the, the knee jerk response from many financial institutions was saying, okay, we'll give you a pass. We'll let you forego a payment or several payments, which basically just was kicking the can down the road. It wasn't solving a problem. It was simply giving relief in the short term. At the same time, the government was doing the same thing with money. So they'd give money to people to, you know, and gave it to everybody. There was no modeling, nothing else. And they gave it to everybody. And at the end of the day, when you had people forego payments, you weren't really sure if they were foregoing payments because it was a good decision that made it so they could save money for future issues that may come up because of COVID, or if they were foregoing payments because they couldn't live in their apartment if it wasn't for the the forbearance. And it's interesting because you know we we fell back on the easy solutions, 
But to be able to provide more than that and say, okay, here's some some ideas of how to get a job during COVID. Here's a way to put food on your table during COVID. Here's a way to make apartment payments, whatever it may be. All these dynamics, as you said, the perfect storm during COVID was more than just doing what was easy. It was going to step further. And as you said, being able to help consumers in an empathetic way at a time when they weren't really looking for a way to not make a payment. They were looking for anybody that could help them because, you know, we all shut down to some degree during COVID. So it's hard to find those people wanting to help. So Rochelle, when you look at Spring 4 and where you've come from, which, you know, I mentioned to people that you, you gave us a, a sheet of 25 major accomplishments you had in 2023. But as you look at 2024 and 2025, there's no conversation I have on this podcast that involves anybody in the financial services industry that doesn't at some point talk about generative AI or chat GPT. How do you see that technology, that capability, really expanding what Springfor can do with related to as related to working with financial institutions to provide better wellness solutions? I think AI is only going to complement what we're doing. And I think as an industry, we need to be very careful about getting rid of the human component. I think COVID, during COVID, everybody said digital, digital, digital. And now we see a bit of a walk back from that, right? There is power in the human connection, in the human element, and providing real people to be available to your customers, especially in a time of financial difficulty. So I think we have to be a little bit careful. We can't throw everything out and replace it with AI, but I definitely believe there is a way for AI to help deliver uh, like spring for resources in a just in time moment to be able to provide personalized resources that can help. And I would add that, um, you know, it's, it's very good business to be helping your customers who are having trouble. There will always be people, no matter what is going on in the big, you know, macro world, whether it's a pandemic, a government shutdown, you know, high inflation, there will always be people who are experiencing financial health issues. So it makes sense to have a solution in place that can help your customers no matter where they are in their financial journey. Yeah, it's interesting, Rochelle, because I look at Spring 4 and say, not only could the generative AI help in the targeting aspect, you know, what solutions do we put toward a human based on this, but also, just importantly, what kind of content can be created that can be more essential for people that are looking for solutions? But major to your point, your solution actually works better when the human is involved as far as that process goes. So while it can help in content solutions and and targeting solutions, the human aspect of this is really what makes this all empathetic. It's hard to show empathy through a distant digital solution. Exactly. And I'm sure it's been done, but it's harder. So that combination of human plus digital is really key. So Rochelle, you know, to wrap up this conversation, what advice would you give to financial institutions exploring ways to have a, a stronger focus on transparency, financial wellness, and a social impact in the marketplace? Besides simply knocking on your door. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, love that. Um, I think yeah. the intent has to be there. And I think if there's a will, there's a way, right? So as you saw in our conversation with BMO today, they really, truly want to assist and help their customers along their financial health. Um, journey. And so if 
a bank wants to do it, you know, we're here to help um, and to do it with integrity and to understand that if we're truly going to help people um, along their financial journey, it has to be more than content. It has to be more than education. If people can't pay their bills right now in this moment, there are ways to assist them. There are ways to reduce those household expenses and get them back on track, but it can't be in a simple you know, financial education or budgeting model. There are um, much more um, better ways of doing that. And I think BMO has spoken so well about that today. So Nush, giving you the same question, what advice would you have for other financial institutions that are look for a, a better way of doing collection, but even more importantly, to serve the needs of the consumer in a more empathetic way and to help financial wellness? Jim, the most important thing is, um, you know, it's it's the way of thinking. It's the philosophy. It's like I said, it's we're not in the business of collections. And as soon as you change that way of thinking that you're in the business of helping clients, you're in the business of selling solutions. And solution is not just limited to the solution available inside your organization, but there are solutions available outside the organization as well. Um, that that mindset itself can take you a long way. And, you know, Spring for offers one set solution, that's a no-brainer, uh, right? Like it is really a no-brainer for us to leverage that in, in, in the entire industry. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there is a real person behind that phone call. There's a real person behind that letter. And that real person is going through a genuine issue. And if we're genuinely interested in helping them make that financial progress, what I call the real financial progress, we have to think outside the box. We have to look for new solutions. We have to think, uh, you know, what else is out there that we can use to, to kind of help our clients with. But it has to start with a mindset that has to change when we're not in the business of collecting money, we're in the business of offering solutions. You know, it's interesting. It, it keeps on coming back for us as far as what it takes in a lot of the solutions we're talking about. Number one, it takes a, a the ability for legacy leadership to look at banking in a different light and look in a different way. And secondly, and you said it very well, Anush, is that you need to have a culture that makes this available to go out to the marketplace. You know, we, we can put all kinds of roadblocks into solutions like this, but unless you have the culture and the leadership that says, I'm willing to try something new, I'm willing to step out of my perspective of what any solution is to test new ideas. We'll never get there. So thank you both for being on the show today. It's been a great conversation. You've given me a lot of things to think about. And you certainly have re it's made it so that my time in collections the past, I can look at it differently now. <laughs> it's not it's not the same old collection world that I lived in. No, Jim, you should come back. You should come oh, back. there we go. <laughs> there we go. We I get to uh, I get yeah, I get to uh, I get to go through rotation again. That's well, it's interesting because I make fun of that as well, that we keep on going through rotation where you send people and say, here's how we've done things after they've been told the whole time they can bring their ideas to the table. It's good to see an organization that that's open to new ways of doing things. Thank you both for being on the show. Thank you for thank you for thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Banking Transform, the top podcast in retail banking and the winner of three international awards for podcast excellence. We appreciate the support we've received to make this endeavor success. If you enjoy what we're doing, please take some time to show some love in the form of a review. 
Finally, be sure to catch my recent articles on the financial brain and check out the research we're doing for the Digital Bank Report. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thank you to our senior producer, Leah Hassage, and our audio engineer and video producer, Will Prince. If you've not already done so, remember to subscribe to Banking Transform on both your favorite podcast app and on YouTube for more thought-provoking discussions on the intersection of finance, technology, and leadership. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, keep innovating and transforming your organization. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.